I'm Jennifer J, the Premier VA. I consult with business owners to set up the proper systems and automations for their business so that they can grow and scale their businesses with systems and automations. I do it because there was a gap in the industry and most business owners didn't start their businesses to set up systems and automations, nor do they know how. That's where I come in at. And here lies the System Situation Podcast. We will be bringing to you everything systems and automations. New episodes drop every Friday. So tune in to the Systems Situation Podcast. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we are talking about can you use what you got to get what you want? Yes, I know this came from Players Club, one of my fave movies, but it's so very accurate. (laughs) So, for those of you who do not know me, my name is Jennifer J. I am the Premier VA. I create and set up systems and processes for business owners so they can grow and scale their businesses with systems and automation. I do it because most business owners did not start their business to implement systems and most businesses frankly do not know how to implement business systems and what systems to implement in their business. So that's where I come in at. Um, I set up, I create systems for business owners. Um, I also have a playbook, which is the systems playbook. It is the ultimate guide to systems. It will show you how to set up systems, what systems to set up and what systems are right. It will help you pick what systems are right for you. And it'll give you a step-by-step guide on how to set those systems up. You can get that playbook at pvaplaybook.com. That is me putting everything that I pretty much know into one source, one package that can help you get to where you're going in your business. So let's start by talking about what do I mean <laughs> by can you use what you get? Can you use what you got to get what you want? So for those of you who take extensive notes, you can put them away because we are not going by one step one, step two, step three, step four. We are just going to have a conversation today. So most business owners, what I find is in your journey, you've incorporated a system in your business, right? So once you've incorporated that system in your business, and it could be because somebody told you, hey, this system is the best for you, okay? And now you're stuck with it. You don't know what to do. You don't, you can't really change to another system. You may be limited because you have so much in that system, or you may not want to spend money on another system, right? So most of the times we have things in our toolbox already 
that we can use and set up. Okay. I'll give you a prime example. When I was working my nine to five um, at the two that I was at the longest, one of the things that most corporations and business owners put money into and don't use it to the full fullest of its ability are systems, right? <laughs> and so one of the things that most corporations have is uh, Office 365 account, right? You have your Outlook email. Listen, I didn't have, we didn't have project management systems when I worked. We had Outlook 365 and that's how we used that system to task. That's how we tracked whether someone was doing their job with Office 365 and the task in there. That was my entire life. When I came in, I opened my email and I had everything I needed in that email to do my job. So I used Office 365 Outlook. I was I had a set of tasks and if it was urgent, they would mark it urgent. So I knew how to prioritize when I came in. Most people think you have to get elaborate systems to manage and function. No, there are million dollar corporations who still use free software and it's nothing wrong with it. Why? Because if it works, why are you trying to throw a wrench in it and mess it up? Right? Why are you trying to adjust and change things that's working because you think that other people uh, have a better answer? Oh, they have infusion soft. Maybe I need to use this. No, if that doesn't work for you, then why are you trying to change to it? We need to do what is working for us and focus on that. Systems should never be a hindrance in your business. Systems should make things flow easier. It should make everyone's jobs easier, right? So let's go back to Office 365. Office 365 has automation tools already built into it, right? So another, um, another, my other job that I was working, I implemented the form systems that are in Office 365 because, of course, your corporations and your jobs, they're not going to pay for new software. So you have to use what you got to get what you want, right? So... The forms in there are the same forms as in Google Forms. And I'm coming to Google Forms next. It's the same forms. So instead of other people trying to rely on um, a paper to be brought to them or a paper to be placed in their mailbox, right? We can satisfy this by using, by setting this up digitally and using a form. And now, Everyone who was waiting on that paper to be circulated can get it as soon as the person who fills the form out hit submit. That's Office 365. They have forms. 
they have a a conferencing platform called Microsoft Teams. They have this already. Okay. So that's utilizing the systems that you already have and putting into those systems, learning those systems the same way you would try to learn a new one. Right. So let's talk about Google and G Suite. So in business, definitely you should have G Suite or Office 365 because you need to have a professional email. Okay. That's my number one. You have to have a professional email and you can get it from G Suite by $6 a month. And then you get this whole conglomerate of software tools, right? With G Suite. It's a no-brainer. Same thing with Outlook. Um, so with G Suite and, and Google and Gmail, free version, you can use Google Forms. You don't have to go out and pay for software. You don't have to go out and pay for form software just because you heard me say it or just because you heard someone else say it. Is that what is working for your business? Is that going to work? Do you even know how to put it together? Let me tell you something that Google Forms does. Google Forms is the best forms option for most situations. And it's low tech. You don't even have to be a techie to put together Google Forms. And another thing Google Forms does is all you have to do is click a button and it'll take those form responses and send them to a Google Sheet. So in the Google Sheet, now you have everyone's responses and all you did was click a button. You, it'll make you feel take it like, oh, I did that. Yes, I did. Super easy. Me and my business partner found out that, and this is when we had an aha moment that we have a problem, okay? <laughs> we found out that there are billion dollar corporations, major corporations using Google Forms. They don't have type form, job form, um, cognito forms. They don't have fancy forms, gravity forms. They don't have fancy form software. And it's doing what they need it to do, right? We don't have to go out and buy fancy software. Most of the time, we have it. If you have Gmail, if you have Google, I mean, G Suite, you have this software already. And I show you how to set that up in the playbook. I show you how to set up a Google form. You will never have to figure it out because I show you exactly how to set it up. And I show you how to automate it. And I show you how to send it to a Google Sheet, right? So if you have these things, use them. The next thing, most people get Wix websites. If you follow me, if you know me, if you rock with me, you know I love Wix, <laughs> right? But I have somebody who can tell you, I told them, listen, you don't need anything else. 
you need to use Wix to the fullest of its ability and it can continue to run your business the way you need it to run. Now, you guys know I don't like Wix, but why would I try to tell someone to get a software when I know they don't need it, right? I, I talk about active campaign all the time. I love active campaign. Active campaign is not just email marketing. But if you don't need active campaign, I'm not going to tell you to get active campaign. Right? It's about what works for you and what you need. So when you're on your journey to try to figure out systems, the first thing you needed to do was to make sure you document all your processes. So very, very important. So Wix, it's not Wins, it's Wix, W-I-X. It's a um, website platform. So Wix, is for those of you who do not know, Wix is a website platform, W-I-X. And it is user-friendly. Most people get it because it's user-friendly. It's low-tech. And for the most part, it serves most people um, for what they're doing. It definitely serves them for what they're doing and they can continue to use it. I have a um, a client who uses Weebly and most you don't hear about Weebly a lot, but most people use Weebly and it's the same thing as Wix, but we automated the crap out of the back end of that thing. You know, so it's like you don't have to. I like WordPress, right? <laughs> My business partner does not like WordPress. They like Squarespace. So I like WordPress because I'm super techie. I like to go in the back end and, and do stuff. I do too much. So <laughs> I don't, I don't, you don't hear me talking about good WordPress. I don't even recommend websites because that's not something that I do. That's not, um, that's not my ministry as uh, Jose Bennett would say. But if that's what you have, Use it, make it work, rock it. Think about the things that you do now. You make things stretch, okay? Um, when I decided to become an entrepreneur, well, not when I decided, but when I got serious, I'm like, listen, I am about to leave my nine to five. I need to start preparing. I downgraded everything, including my car. I went and paid for a car. It's 2010 Honda. Me and that Honda rode. My mechanic, my mechanic was like, oh my goodness, you and this Honda. I rode that Honda to death because I never had to worry about if something took a dip in my business, somebody coming and snatch my car out the driveway. Right? I used what I got to get get what I want. I met work. Then when it was time, I went and got another car, a truck that I wanted. Right. And then I'm going to upgrade again. My next one is a Tesla. So when y'all see me in a Tesla, I have reached my goal. <laughs> that has been my, my goal is a Tesla. That's the only car, materialistic car you'll hear me talk about. Why do I want it? Because it's techie as crap. Y'all know why. <laughs> a Tesla and a big truck with big wheels that you need a ladder to climb in. That's what I want. <laughs> Those are the two things I want. 
Okay, so when you have looked, okay, once you document your processes, right? Look at them. Look at what you already have and make sure that they're doing what you need them to do. Okay. Um, most people try to jump. Well, do I need funnels? Well, who told you you needed a funnel? Are you at the place where you can get a funnel? Do you have your back end system set up to get a funnel? Because just getting a funnel doesn't solve the problem. You still need follow-up to come after the funnel. Where are these people going that come out of the funnel? Right? So there are always things that you can look at. Look at the software systems you have right now. If you don't have any, that's fine. Get the PVA playbook. It's going to show you what systems you need and it's going to show you what systems you need and what software to set up and how to set them up. Okay. And trust me, someone asked me, what are these systems you're talking about? How much are they? They're not even over a hundred dollars. If you were to get active campaign, if you were to get dub Sato, and those would not be the only two you needed unless you needed something specific. I don't even recommend, you won't even hear me talking to anybody about Kajabi until they're ready for Kajabi. Kajabi is expensive and you should have the social proof and be ready for Kajabi, right? Won't recommend Kajabi off the rip, Okay. So those two systems, you can get um, a campaign for $19 a month under 500 subscribers. Most people are starting with no subscribers. $19 a month. Dubsado, $35. Now I know people are like, what are you saying? Dub who? What? It's Dubsado. D-U-B. S-A-D-O. That system will manage your entire business. So that system is what you would get if you think you needed a VA, right? Most of the times people think they need a VA and really they just need Dubsado. Now, when they get to a point where their business is so busy that they may need a VA to manage that system, right? Because at some point, you're going to replace yourself. At some point, you're going to have someone doing what you're doing as you scale up in business. You may not see it, but it's coming. I never saw it. Never thought I'd be in the place that I'm in right now. Never, ever, ever. So, What do I want you to do? I want you to, number one, make sure you're documenting your processes. If you have a brick and mortar, I want you to get your phone and walk around and talk out every single position in your phone. Voice note. Talk it out. 
This is the easiest way. If you have one of those MP4 recorders, use the MP4 recorder. Walk and talk out every position, right? And I have to give credit to this to um, my girl, Lalitha, because she's the one who told me this is how she documents. She walks out every position. And so once you walk out that position, now you're going to take that recording. And I know this is just my phone case, <laughs> but you're going to walk, take that recording. You're going to upload it to a software, otter.ai. Um, Timmy, T-E-M-I dot com. I think I paid 25 cent. They may have went up to 30 cent or something like that. Um, you can do that. Or if you don't want to pay anybody, you can open a Google doc. You could take, go to tools, go to voice typing, take the voice note, sit it down next to your computer or wherever you have it open it and walk away, let it run. The voice typing will type everything in here. Now you will have to go back and make sure that it heard what it heard, right? Sometimes there are a couple words you may have to adjust, right? But that's the easiest way for you to get these things done because nobody wants to do them. Nobody wants to do them. I don't want to do them. Nobody wants to do them. But you have to do them because you go through, a lot of people go through, oh, I need to fire them. They're not working right. But you need to really ask yourself, do they really know what they're supposed to be doing? Do they have the right tools to perform their job at the excellent level you expect them to. So that's one thing we always have to ask ourselves as business owners. Are we giving our employees, our staff, our team, what they need to excel at their business? And this is where you have to be transparent and honest with yourself. You have to be. So number one, use what you got to get what you want. You don't have to be fancy with your systems. You don't. You don't. When you get to certain levels, yes, you do have to level up. You do have to change because some systems can't support it, right? It's, it's no different than if you outgrow a house, if you have a two bedroom and you keep having kids, at some point, you're going to have to get a bigger house. You're going to have to bring in more money to support this family. Systems are no different. But just don't jump on the systems bandwagon. Make sure you have a strategy. Make sure there is a reason. Um, make sure there is a reason for jumping from one system to another. All right, I have a question on the table. What if I don't have employees now? How do I walk out and carve out my processes? So if you don't have employees, depending on what type of business, if you're a service-based business, you do the same thing. 
So if you, let's, let's talk about um, me, for instance, I'm service-based, right? So there's no, the walking and talking out was for brick and mortar businesses. Service-based businesses, we have to use things like Loom, L-O-O-M, to record our screen. So you turn that on and you record the screen. If you are, because what's going to happen is people are going to need to know what to do and how to do it. And you're going to most likely hire someone who's virtual. So when you hire someone who's virtual, they need processes documented. So even if you don't record your screen, you still can turn on your voice note and talk about what you're doing. So for instance, if I was to talk about um, what I do for shout out to the morning meetup, if I was to talk about that, when I talk it out, I say, open up active campaign, open up Stripe, open up SIM card and um, open up the Gmail. Because we need all those softwares based on what someone says. So someone says, oh, I need to cancel. Okay, we need to go. Now it's SAM card. We added SAM card. We need to go into SAM card to cancel the subscription. Oh, I'm not getting emails. Okay, we need to go into active campaign to cancel the subscription. So if I was talking that, I mean, yeah, if I was talking that out, then I would say, okay, this email, this person said they are not receiving emails. This is what we do. We go into active campaign. We put the email address in and we look to see if they've received the emails. We see that they've received the emails. I send them screenshots and say, look, we sent you these emails. I can see they're not open. Can you do us a favor? Check your spam, your trash or promotions folder to see if they're in there. And then do a search for the email in your inbox. Then if they come back and say, well, I just don't see it. Okay, let me send you a test. Then send the person a test. So this is how you walk through everything you do. So it's like talking to yourself. But as you're walking through, and honestly, when you're doing that, a lot of times you'll discover yourself something you need to adjust. So when you're talking those things out, you'll identify like, oh, wait a minute. I need to, I need to make this better. I need to make this process more seamless. I need to make this better. Let me fix this. And then I'm going to come back and re redo it. I'm going to come back and redocument it. So I hope that answers your question. Um, you can use Loom. You can still use your phone or um, a voice note tape recorder. You can still do that. But it's better to do the screen share because then they can see. And, and when you guys are doing screen shares, make sure I try to cut myself off. <laughs> but I noticed that I can sit there and do this and have a 30 minute video. <laughs> and I try not to send those, but try to cut your videos off. So they're not so long. Um, Cause who wants to sit and watch a 30 minute video? 
even though they're going to stop and start it, stop and start it, you still want to make it it short so that people don't, you know, look at it like, I'm not watching it. <laughs> then they're not getting their job done. So that's the basic. That was a great question. That was a great question. So I hope that question helped other people as well. Because as service-based businesses, yes, we're not, we have a lot of different ways we can do things just because we're at our computer. And for a long time, I myself struggled with, well, how do I show what I do without compromising my client's information? So um, if anyone has that question, I use, now I use dummy accounts. If I'm recording something for my team, I'm using it on that client's information and that stays internal to my business. But if it's something I want to display to someone else, I use and create dummy accounts. And um, and then I just cancel them out after I'm done with them. So hopefully uh, that helps people because I know I was stuck on that as well. So especially coaches and consultants, how can you show someone you're coaching or consulting? <laughs> you don't want to show, um, you know, people's information. So that's uh, pretty much awesome. But Hopefully this helped. Listen, do not overthink it. Do not try to keep up with the Joneses. Don't run someone else's race. You run your race the way you need to run it. Don't think you have to go and it's not fly to say, I have ClickFunnels. I have ActiveCampaign. That's not fly. Nobody cares about what software you have. Nobody cares. The only thing they care about is the customer experience. Did I get what I purchased? Did I get my lead magnet? And did they follow up with me? And did I get the services I paid for or I intended to get? That's all that's important right now. Yes, you can level up to those things because, yes, they do make life easier, but so does what you already have. And most of the time, you don't even need to change what you have. You need to create a strategy and learn what the system you have does. Okay, and that's my last tip. Make sure you create a strategy. Create a strategy for what you already have. Create a strategy for those systems. I was in um, one of my groups, one of my Facebook groups, and somebody was talking about, they were talking about Active Campaign. And they were like, oh, well, Active Campaign, I'm seeing a 10% dip in my abandoned cart um, delivery. And active campaigns abandoned cart. So what was he talking about? Active campaign came up with their own, they call them recipes. They came up with recipes where you can go in active campaign and you can just click and it'll give you their recipe, which is an automation. And their abandoned cart recipe sucks. It's no strategy behind that thing. Okay. It, it's two emails, I think. 
I think it's like two emails. And so it's like, dude, it's not, it's not that they have less de- deliverability. It's that the strategy behind it sucks. Like you, if you're doing an abandoned cart, you want to put strategy behind that. Man, I got shout out to support black colleges. I have um their sweatshirt on because it's cold today. I don't understand. But um their system, amazing. Their abandoned cart, you don't even get an hour. Most abandoned carts don't start to like an hour. Man, five minutes. <laughs> They're like, hey, you left something in your cart. That's an email and you're getting a text message. And then they keep following up, keep following up to you like, okay, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Stop texting me. Stop emailing me. Um, But no, their system is dope. But I'm saying all this to say, think about what you're doing. Think about the strategy. Um, Somebody told me before, it's, it's, they told me people can try to duplicate you all they want, but what they can't do is duplicate your knowledge and the way you do it. So the way that I put strategies together, you can't duplicate that. So get your strategy for your business. Stop, block out everybody else. Because what they're doing is not important. It's all about you, your businesses, your processes, and what you need. Put your strategy together for your system and how you want to run it. If you want to set up an abandoned cart and you want to text people and email them, cool. Somebody else might be like, oh, that's too much. All right, that's fine. There's not one way to do it, long as it's successful. But if it's not working, you better tweak it, right? You We have to adjust all the time. It's just think about it like this. It's just like when you were riding a bike and you got taller and you had to adjust your seat. How many times did you have to keep adjusting your seat and then pull your handlebars up because you got taller till it was comfortable for you? It's just like in your car. I hate when my kids drive my car because I get my seat exactly how I want it. And my middle daughter is short, so she's pulling it up and she sits straight up and I sit lean back. It's a mess. And my 17-year-old is learning how to drive, so she's all up on the steering wheel. Man, it takes me a week to get that back right. But it's those little adjustments that we have to continue to make. Until we get it right. And then you're going to have to readjust it again. Because then you scaled up. And now you got to do something different. So. I hope this helped you guys. Um, Sorry for my my note takers. But there was no one, two, three, four. Because this was just a conversation. About using what's already in your toolbox. And making it work for you. When it comes to systems. All right. So I am Jennifer J, the Premier VA, and I will see you guys next week. 
And what did I tell my team I wanted to talk about next week? I put it in here. Next week. It's not the system. It's your strategy. That's what we're talking about next week. We're going to talk about system strategy. All right. I will see you guys later. So I need to get used to changes or changing. <laughs> How are you going to come with this question at the end? <laughs> yes. Um, you're always going to change. There's always, I mean, that's just business, period. Are we saying change every week? Heck, you know. You make the change when there's something wrong. You don't change something that's not broken. Don't, if it's working right and it's producing, then you don't change it. But along the way, you are going to have to make tweaks to your systems as you adjust and grow. That's what I mean. So please don't change stuff every week. <laughs> if you're a tinkerer, don't tinkle in your systems every week. Don't tinker. Just make the changes as the problem arises or as you foresee a problem arises. And it usually happens with growth. So growth brings on needed changes. And sometimes it doesn't. So. All right, guys, so that is it for today.